Welcome to If You're Happy, Do You Know It? This week's guest is Sydney Stevenson. She's a writer, she's an actor, she loves horses, as you'll discover, and she's just freaking brilliant. She's really like a sister to us all, if not us all, me and her brothers. Um, yeah, she's great, and she popped by, and we did this podcast and talked about being happy, and I reckon she's a really happy dude. So enjoy. And if you do enjoy it, we'd love it if you subscribed and if you reviewed us favourably and all of those other sorts of things. So thank you very much. Enjoy this episode. Pull your trousers up. Oh, little old lady with a Yeah, I like to sit in my blanket in oh, the podcast. Oh. That's nice. Welcome. We just started. Oh, great. There's no like hard There's no hard start. Hard start. It's just it's just <coughs> happening. Welcome, Sydney Stevenson, to the podcast arena. If you're what happy, a do you know it? Glorious podcast arena it is. Isn't it just it's so Look how cozy? Happy you are. Yeah, it is. Uh, there's a blanket there if you need it. Oh, okay. I've got my coffee. Yeah. Oh, I've left my I haven't reached there. blanket time quite yet. I love blanket time. Blank- Partly because it covers up how... Blanket time is like four o'clock onwards. Um, in my eyes. I... Some Sundays... <laughs> All would day. say that duvet time... Yes, duvet days. Duvet days. From... It is consistent. Yeah. A Sunday where you don't get dressed at all yeah. and just move from bed to couch and back to bed. Sometimes when I'm writing, oh. I don't get out of my pyjamas. Oh, yeah. They're um, so comfortable. They are comfortable. Uh, and then you actually do quite a lot of work, but then I realise that I haven't, you know, washed or yeah. eaten or, you know, normal but- things that you would do in clothes. Yeah. Don't apply to pyjamas. No, exactly. But you kind of, that's the way of the, the gypsy, isn't it? That's the <laughs> way of the world. But pyjamas make me happy. Pyjamas oh, make me very happy. Me too. They're the best. I, th- I just wish it was more acceptable to just go, that'd be all right. Just I wish I could wear them PJs. to work. Yesterday, you see, I find often after like a really intense, so like Monday, Tuesday was filming in, in Cardiff uh, and we got back at 3.30 on the Tuesday, so Wednesday morning, and then Ugh. I was back here at seven, and I was like, I do not want to be getting dressed. Like, that's too much effort. I can get into work, but we don't want to be getting dressed. So then it was like sweatpants and T-shirt because I'm not leaving the office. Right. And that was great because that's like, that's like I am technically wearing clothes, but it feels like jammies. <laughs> <laughs> also, you never wear shoes, so that... I try not to. No. Hang on. Get me to trot as hell. You've got a massive hole in your sock. Yeah. Do you know why? Why? Because I never wear shoes, so yeah, they really... Yeah, that's a reason why. Maybe we should get you some socks which act as shoes as well. That would be... See? That's interesting. Is yeah. that a thing? Well, like totes. Yeah. 
Are they a bit too thick? What, are you saying, like, yeah, it's totally a thing? Or is that the brand? (laughs) Wordplay. Well, no, some, like, grippy things on the bottom of your socks. Yeah. So, A, you don't slip over. Yeah. And, B, that doesn't happen. That that one's fine. Okay, I think that's Danny's sock anyway. I think. It (laughs) feels more... Yeah, they are odd socks. I mean, they're both black, but they're... It feels a little more feminine, that one. (laughs) Do you know what? It just feels t- like... Can you tell? Masculine, feminine. Sucks. I just think it's stretched more, so I think it's smaller, and it's got like... It's just got like a... a it's just got a feminine vibe to it, this sock. Um, whereas that one feels definitely like a man sock. Yeah. A man sock. That's the most sexist thing ever. A man sock. But I mean, sock. it just feels like that's the sock they would manufacture and sell to men. With holes in them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you love my foot. Holy sock. <laughs> you love my foot. Oh. Um, so, yeah, there's not really a uh, particular structure to this. No, podcast. I can tell. It's Do you know what? Just, I could tell. You could tell. Cause yeah. Because it, it's, it's just self-indulgent um, Chat. waffle. But, Who doesn't love a self-indulgent waffle? Oh, I would love a waffle, actually. With mm. um, fruit, syrup, uh, or Nutella. Fried chicken. Good point. The secret fourth option. <laughs> <laughs> Croissant waffles, we've mm. discovered, are the best mm. thing in the world, mm. um, which are waffles made with croissant batter yeah. and fried chicken and gravy on top. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's funny because the last podcast I recorded... Did you talk about fried chicken? We talked about how my guest got very, very worked up about how people like food because he hated... hated he hates having, food? We just hates... How can you hate food? He hates food? that people like food. Whereas... Who was this? McPhee. <gasps> he hates... Matt, that everyone goes on about food all the time. We are going to have words. Yeah. We are having words. Yeah. We're having worms for dinner. <laughs> um, but yeah, like... Oh God, I love food. Food, food is... One of my favourite things in the whole world. I exercise purely for the fact that I can eat more. That's what I should do. Yeah. But I just eat more. No, I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I, uh, I have, well, not recently, but um, come back from France, as yeah. you know. Yeah. And uh, I The readers ate... don't know, though. No, they don't. No. The readers, yeah. the listeners. The readers, yeah. The readers, yeah. Uh, hi, readers. Um, I ate probably the most amount of cheese I've ever eaten in my life. Uh, uh, did I, t- I told you about the Dauphinois potatoes. Oh, yeah. But they were possibly the best thing I've ever eaten in my life. And so, I made it. I was so proud of myself. You made it. I didn't know you made, made them. I made it Maybe you didn't tell scratch. me about that. Oh. It was. Scratch made. I, I want to tell you. Yeah, yeah. Thinly sliced potatoes. Yeah. With layers of onions, mm-hmm. uh, slices of butter all around it. Mm-hmm. And then you put cream, layer of cream, a layer of Emmental cheese, garlic, rosemary, like shoved in there, and then layers of Roublechon cheese, like oh cut, sliced in half, like plonked on the top. Stick it in the oven. Yeah. Bob's your uncle. How long for at what temperature? Um, if we can provide the readers with a recipe, then... All the better. It was like at least 40 minutes, but 
on like a lower temperature for a bit because we left and went up the valley to watch the sunset <laughs> <laughs> with a glass of wine, with a couple of glasses of wine. Um, and then we just left it in tinfoil for mm. a little bit and then properly grilled it at the yeah, end. Yeah. So it was like crispy Get cheese on crispy the top. crispy top. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. See, that's the thing is what I was trying to explain to him yesterday. It's all right. I'm so was sorry. Was that... Um, Oh my God! This is happiness. Oh! Exchange date set for the first of October and completion on the twelfth of October. So you're moving. We're moving out of our house. Yeah. Is that happiness? It's real. It's a little bit scary. I mean, I love that house. Yeah. (laughs) It's very lovely. Sorry, you were so happy. I've gone. No, you're not. No. (laughs) (laughs) Think about it. You're not. You're. No, I think it's. no, it is going to be good because it will be like mine and Chris's place. Yeah. Where we can put our own stamp on it. Because like, right. he's had that all through his student years and stuff has happened in that house <laughs> with boys. Yeah. Boys. 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 Um, we we've had, had some cracking parties though. It's like a bit of proper party house. Right, yeah. Which I've always kind of wanted to be the hub. Yeah. The hub. Mm-hmm. It's a very quiet part of London, though, isn't it? I noticed how quiet it seems it, around there. It is and it isn't. Like our road is a bit of a like a cut through, um, mm. and so like some days we have traffic jams on every single road oh, wow. of trying to get from like Battersea. Yeah, Court I to could Fulham. imagine that actually. Yeah, um, and people kick off. There's been fights outside. There's been you oh, know. Wow. Punch is thrown. That's a laugh, isn't it? It's a laugh. And we just um, watch it all from the comfort of our windows. The road just off our road, there was a police raid the other day because they were holding eight slaves. There's been a slavery. Sorry, what? Going. Yeah, there's been a slavery. <laughs> there's been a slavery? Well, yeah, like 500 yards from my house, there were slavers. Fuck. What? 2018. Who knew? I mean, yeah. how do you even go about that? Uh, you don't want to know. Yeah. I'd... Why do you want to know? In fact, why, why do you, do you want, want slaves now? Well, you know the new house. <laughs> yeah, I need slaves. <laughs> um, it's got slave quarters and you need to fill them. Yeah. This is not no, appropriate there's, there's, too soon. There's not enough quarters for ourselves, <laughs> let alone a couple of slaves. So, uh, so that's, um, that is exciting. That's really exciting. Happiness. Right, Woo! happiness um, is a non-existent thing that is subjective to everyone. Right. Discuss. Okay. Or is it? Or um, is it a tangible thing that everyone can find, I, grab hold of and nurture? Uh, well, obviously it's relative to the individual. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, happiness can be, for some people, extreme success. Mm-hmm. Financially, um, you know, in their job, um, fame, recognition, all that jazz. But I, for me personally, I think it stems from very small things mm. that, you know, so for example, yesterday um, I did my first duty house monitoring shift back at work after a bit of a break and the night before we'd had a full evacuation. Mm. Um, so I came in all guns blazing and warned to the high hilt that we might, have to go to evacuation 
and I shat my pants. <laughs> uh, so you had your own evacuation? I, yeah, I yeah. literally did. My body evacuated <laughs> itself. Um, no, uh, so I got through that evening and I got home and I was so like pumped and happy because I'd made it through and no mistakes had been made and yeah. it was all plain sailing. So li- like little things like that, it's not a major deal and it won't be a major deal to anyone else. That's just how the but day is supposed to be run. But for me, it was like a little personal fist pump moment. I like that because that sounds to me like you're very in tune with like the moment as yeah, it were. Yeah, and exactly because, you know, writing and acting is hard like really hard and you spend especially especially in creative circles you spend a lot of time up and you spend a lot of time down Mm -hmm. there's not really an in-between yeah kind of balance so it's very um it fluctuates a lot um so there's days where I can be you know thinking my life is awful and it's shit and I'm not making any money and I'm you know finding it hard to kind of put one foot in front of the other that all the work I've done is not really paying off you know I've you know I turned 30 this year and sometimes I still have moments where I'm like oh god what have I achieved with my life um (laughs) but then I have moments where I go no actually I've done I've done pretty well I've done you know and there's there's things where even when someone just turns around to you and goes this is great yeah. You are doing so well. Yeah. That you just have to kind of step back and go, No, I am I am doing it and I am kind of doing it right. It may be in my own way and it may take me a little bit longer than, you know, yeah. some people that get success overnight. Yeah. But I can look back and go, I've worked bloody hard mm-hmm. and hopefully it'll pay off. Yeah. And if it doesn't I mean, the thing is... It will, obviously. It, but it will. Like, things it are happening at the moment. But yeah. I mean, like, there's also happiness. I know this is probably a bit too much information for you, Linda. because me, Linda. Linda. Yeah. So just for readers' purposes, mm-hmm. uh, myself and Al call each other Linda. Mm. Um, because that makes us happy. Yeah, um, and everyone around us, really. Everyone around us, everyone in our inner circle, we call Linda, which can be a little bit confusing at times. I think your birthday card from us this year was said, from Dear Lin- Linda. Dear Linda, love, love the Lindas. Linda. <laughs> um, my mother is also called Linda. Not yeah. she's not called Linda in real life. Yeah, perhaps she fucking should but, be. Yeah, maybe she should. Yeah. We should change her name. Um, yeah, uh, how did that start? You were going to say something that was TMI. Linda, for us, Linda. You said this might be too much information for that you, was Linda. It. So little little moments. Um, so me and Chris were in the bath together. Yeah. We've got like quite a big bathtub. Yeah. We'd like lit some candles, got in the bath. It was a bubbly bath. Um, and we just sort of looked at each other and went, do you think we'll look back at this moment and go, how happy we were? I'm going to cry. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Linda. Is so sweet. Linda. That is super lovely. But it was a real moment of going, 
I'm so bloody happy at the moment. And it's not, nothing's, nothing big is going on, nothing, you know. For me, I don't know, because I'm so striving for, to get success in my career, sometimes you can overlook mm-hmm. the little things. Yeah. And actually I go, no, I've got something really lovely to come home to and yeah. it's just really nice. That is just the best. <laughs> that is so nice. Um, but even like, even I th- I'm sure you and Danny have it as well, like where you just, you can be watching the telly, having a meal, stroking the cats. Yeah, yeah. And you just go, ah. Oh. Yeah. And you just oh, have yeah, a yeah. bit of like a, yeah. a, a breath. I used to get it a lot when I was at the stables. Like that was my happy place. Yeah. Absolute. That's a fucking gorgeous story. God damn it, I love God that. God damn it. Uh, but yeah, I, I agree. Uh, we did it last night even. Uh, we were watching The Great British Bake Off, I think. <laughs> love bit of Bake Off. Uh, and uh, yeah, but we often do that. I mean, and she'll be really annoyed that I talk because she's like, don't tell people that we're all sweet, but we are sweet. Yeah. And we often were just like, Look over each other on the couch and go, This is the best. Like, I mean, is... you are the biggest Especially softie. when I know, yeah, I am. I'm cool with it. I'm, I love a bit yeah. of softies. Um, but especially last night. No, that's what happened is we were there and we were super happy and we had super duvet because it was all rainy yeah. and stuff. Um, and I hadn't seen her since the weekend. And it was like, Oh, this is great. And just when we were thinking, This is really nice, this is what we needed. Uh, a cat came on each of our laps. Oh. I mean, it's funny when you've got cats who don't, who aren't traditionally lap cats, mm. but you love them so much. And that's the thing with cats is they don't give a shit about you loving them. Yeah. And then suddenly, just for some reason last night, Nacho and Figaro went, I'm going to have a lap. Aww. And Figaro got on me and Nacho went on her. We just went, don't move. They're here. They love us. They're here. <laughs> it was Aww. the best. Yeah, I think, so I completely, uh, yeah, completely and, with that. Uh, animals are very much part of my mm, happiness yeah. radar. Absolutely. Your I'm, life is full of happy dogs. Oh, my God. Full of the dogs. Apart, well, not happy dog at the moment. Uh, Audrey's got kennel cough. Oh. And, I mean, yesterday it broke my heart because she... I came in and obviously she got so excited that I was there and then had the coughing fit to end all coughing fits and yeah. looked at me like with these sad eyes. I was just like, oh my God, I, just, I don't know how to help you. So I managed to give her some painkillers. and. Did you, you know. get an, imp- can, can we get an impression of the cough? I don't even know how to do it. It was, <laughs> <laughs> but you know when dogs just are completely helpless? Yeah. Like it was more like the fact that she couldn't breathe because oh, she was that, coughing. Okay. That's, that um, but <laughs> she followed she then followed me around the whole house mm. and lay down on my feet in the kitchen so I couldn't move. So she just wouldn't leave my side. Oh my god. Because she was poorly. Poor baby. Poor She'll be baby. all right. She'll be fine. I saw a really cute video yesterday of dogs. That made us happy. Uh two labs possibly retriever lab crosses. One has a bad ear. So um, the dad has to give him an ear 
eardrop, yeah. a little syringe in the ear sort of thing and then rub the ears. But the other dog felt left out because thinks it needs the medicine. So the other dog's waiting to get... And then so what they've started doing is they pretend to put it in the other dog's oh ears as well. Because she doesn't he... want to be left out. <laughs> so... Oh, my God. Uh, we don't deserve it. We are, don't deserve no, it. No, we don't deserve dogs. I think yeah. dogs are... Well, I mean, Danny can testify for this. Mm. Dogs are just the best. Yeah. They are extremely emotionally intelligent. They mm. know They know when you're feeling down. They know when you're feeling happy. They want to get involved. Yeah. Um, And they are hilarious. I think cats are as well. But I think cats they, are, but they... in a very... In a, well, I mean, you'd know better than me, but I've had cats as well. Yeah. And I think they're they're much more like, do you know what? I'm not going to today. Yeah, yeah. Whereas, That's kind of what I love about them is they're totally their own. Because I love dogs. And it's not even a but, but it's like an and. So yeah. I love dogs. And I can see, you can see with dogs what we've done to them. Yeah. Which is not necessarily a bad thing, no. but because they're so... There was a really cool thing. I've even mentioned it on here before, so I'll say it quickly. But there was a thing with Chris Packham so, like a year ago or something where they did some tests between cats and dogs and their emotions and stuff like that. Um, and they tested, like, what happens when their owner leaves the dog in the house for, oh, yeah. for a few hours. And, like, they're immediately anxious and stressed. Generally, most dogs just get really, really upset by that. Yeah. Whereas cats literally couldn't give a shit. <laughs> but it's our fault that, that that's... we've because, made them like, like that, we yeah. bred dogs to work for our approval so that they got fed and stuff like that. Whereas we bred cats to sort of independently hunt to keep, yeah. like, stuff off of farming, you know, yeah, yeah, off yeah. of crop and stuff like that. So the difference now that they're kind of both domestic animals is like they're domesticated but cats are not as <laughs> they're not as reliant yeah and what i like about them is that they they're not that reliant although i haven't said that one of mine is a reliant little prick really um which one figaro really? he's just desperate because he doesn't stop eating ever <laughs> So then he eats all the dry food during the night and then in the morning he's just screaming. Oh, I've never been fed. I'm going to die. Uh, that is And hilarious. so you have to just... Shh. Shut, shut up, boy. Up. So he's learnt that where the food comes from, definitely. Right. But, you know, he'll get over it. <laughs> like, it won't kill him. He'll just no. be like, he'll meow for a while and then he'll go, I'll go and do something else then. If I'm what? not going to get fed, I'll do something else. I think what happened... What <clears throat> makes me really happy about any animal is their personality mm. because people that haven't spent time with animals don't really understand that and that's where like fear can come from and you know all sorts but um especially with dogs yeah. and and horses i find mm. um so many people are terrified of horses yeah. i mean i i get it they're massive yeah but they are like overgrown children yeah. And um, they all have their different personalities. Um, you know, what works with one horse will not work with another. Yeah. And riders have to be very quick to get to know them, to go, 
or maybe not do that with this horse. I think that's why there's fear, though, isn't there? Because I remember being a kid and we lived, you know where yeah, yeah, I lived yeah. as a kid, lived next to a, ho- a yeah. horse field. And as a kid, I was like, really want to go and see the horses. Yeah. And I remember so distinctly being told not to go behind a horse. Yep. If they kick you in the head, you're dead. Like... A cat will yes. not be able to kill no, you by no. kicking you in the I mean, head. But, <laughs> like... then, but then they are a big animal. And and when, because I've worked with horses since I was tiny. Mm. And, you know, I used to, I mean, health and safety now would not have allowed this. But, I mean, I worked at my local stables mm. from age nine wow. on a Saturday to pay for my lesson. Yeah. And I um, I was leading, you know, big, massive eventers out to the field of a morning. Like, oh I had God. three or four, and I was nine. <laughs> yeah, and, I don't... That wouldn't happen now. You know, and I would give them hell. If they misbehaved, I would turn around and go, don't you bloody dare. Because you kind of have to. You have to... It. I mean, it's not like causing any pain it's not you know it is asserting your dominance to go if you did something where you stepped out of line you'd squash me and i would be no more so you have to you have to listen to my authority there's something about learning stuff as a kid as well where it's like you don't have fear no fear i was not scared at all and i used to laugh and that like to this day like even when i was sort of dealing with other people's horses I just I I laugh because I I know the reason why they're doing it mm-hmm. and I know how to stop it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there are still moments where horses will surprise you in the best ways possible and you go, "How the he- how the hell are they doing that?" Yeah. Um but it's just it is understanding a their sort of like primal instincts yeah. like they're they're herd animals they want to be together they can be like territorial in a in a group you've always got the leader you've got the the um mm. you know the pack herd herd not the pack packs the dogs um the alpha horse we do and Is it's it? usually yeah, yeah. a mare right because the mares are in charge oh it's a bloody mare it's a bloody mare um and uh and then you've got the pecking order and then when they come into the stable, they have they thrive on routine. Mm-hmm. Um, so they have to be fed at a certain time, and they're turned out in the field at a certain time. I mean, they are like children. Yeah, you you just have to keep to their routine, and they're happy because they're also one of the animals where they have the most sensitive digestive system. Right. In almost the human human animal kingdom yeah. where they one little change be that weather be that um grass be that food be that exercise can lead to real problems so dispel a myth then come on polos yeah good or bad for horse uh depends on the horse right uh but most of the time fine Fine, great. Fine, they love it. And also, bribery is a very good thing. What about apples? Love it. Because the horses next to me, there's still horses there, they would always try and sneak some apples 
they'd come into our garden now and then and sneak a few apples off the tree. You're they joking. Loved an what, apple. they'd get into your garden? Yeah, yeah, the little ponies would. So funny. Because they were just, you know, they're just sort yeah, of free roaming. I mean, when, they just wander around. When Quiz used to come, we used to like just turn her out in the garden. Like she used to wander loose around the garden because yeah. she, she could, because um, she was the queen diva. Yeah, um, queen and quiz. she used to pick apples off the trees. Um, they love apples. They love a little bit of sweetness. But um, when she was, I remember she was at the vets one time and they, the vets went round and tried them with different fruit mm-hmm. every day to just like cheer them up a little bit. And apparently she loved raspberries. Yeah. Um, but then looked like she'd been eating some form of animal because it was like all blood, like red round her mouth, which was oh hilarious. Um, and... But then, like, certain things, she'd be like, nope. Really? Nope. Really fussy. Yeah, yeah. Like, you'd have, I'd have to be really careful with the treats I bought her as well, because, you know, like, you can get proper scientific treats and stuff that they make. And I, some of them, she was like, no, I'm not eating that. No, thanks. Contrary so. horse. I know, contrary. And they are contrary. What a But mare. that's why I love them, because they make me laugh. So you've spent a lot, a lot of time... Growing up and as an adult in the com- in the company of a horse, yeah. Uh, what is it about it that obviously you've established how much you love them? But what is it about kind of riding and stuff that I think because I've I've only seen you do a little bit of it, but you've always spoken about it yeah. like it's a total kind of freedom. But it you're is. in control as well. And- yes, a little bit, but it's a partnership, and it's right. and it you won't experience it with any. I don't think you'll experience it with any other animal. It's it is a real meeting of minds and mm. body and soul if you want to call it that. Um I had my horse who I lost over Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um but she I had her since she was 6, I was 14. And you know, I was 29. Yeah. Um so you do the math. Um, but I can't. I, I knew her inside out. She knew me inside out. She knew immediately when I was in a good mood, a bad mood. I knew when she was in a good mood, a bad mood, or mm. whether we were not feeling our best or yeah. feeling a bit ill. Um, but to go out and forget every kind of stress possible, and I've had that since... You know, I was doing my exams and right. all throughout school, it's been an absolute release to just go up, get on a horse and go and not have to talk to anyone and not have to like, it's just an understanding between you and the horse. And, and was that like a, would you find yourself doing that, going to the horses to almost when you were feeling bad in some way to kind of go that's that was that kind of your escape so a, a I, lot of people have like a hobby i guess yeah but I don't, it feels like it's slightly more than that it was like I, this is my place yeah this is yeah, my like uh, it was happy place it, it was I, I was saying actually to my friend alice that you know there's different kinds of people that have horses most of them are f- fucking nuts um <laughs> but for for me, I'd go up to the stables, not really talk to anyone at the yard, get on with, you know, do what I had to do and then go riding. And that was my mm. escape. Also, going to the yard on a summer evening 
at about seven o'clock when it's quiet mm. and the sun is just sort of like that haziness and everything is still and you go out riding and it's beautiful. It's absolutely beautiful. And that is a real, I'm real really, happiness. I'm really up for that now. Yeah, I know. You've sold that. Yeah. So I, I love horses. I love seeing them. I've never been that comfortable with that because it's just not been in my yeah, experience. But, but when think... we did go on honeymoon, we, we went on a, a yeah. horse trail. It was, like, amazing. I was nervous, to yeah. be honest, like, getting on all of that stuff. And just, because, like you said, it's just like a big animal that if you, if you misstep... If you, haven't, yeah. if you haven't done it a lot, mm. then it's like, it's like driving a car. It's like doing something... You know, it's like being skilled at something. Yeah, you're obviously going to be nervous at the beginning, but uh, what is it? They say ten thousand hours. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, the whole, yeah, yeah it's it's. I mean, I've been doing this since I was three. So wow. It's, yeah, yeah. It's in my blood now. See, that's my thing with uh, skiing is I'm not in any way sporty uh, in any other thing, and I hate sp- playing sports of any type. But because I started skiing when I was four, people are like. If you see me ski, I mean, I've never seen me ski, but people who I did see not me ski go know like, that. what the hell? This guy's... Like, I'm not saying I am particularly good. I don't know. But, like, people will watch. You need to ask Danny, really. She'll be like, this guy, just you can see him coming. <laughs> he he knows really what good. he's doing. But I, I don't... That's the thing is, maybe it's similar with you, is, like, I don't know instinct. what I'm doing. It, I don't remember learning it. Yeah. So it's yeah. so... If you put skis on me, I'll be fine. Yeah. But I couldn't teach someone it in any way. I'm like, because people always, if you hear like instructors, they're like, um, to turn this way, you you want to shift the balance of your left leg and this, that. And I'll be like, well, you just turn. It's like walking, isn't it? It's like, what's the difference? You just kind of go that way. Which is really bad because when Stu came skiing with us like 12 years ago and he was just learning, he's good now, but... We were me and my dad he's were just really now. arrogantly were like, "You'll be fine," because he's really good at sports and like stuff. You'll be fine. Come on up the the four mile slope at the top of the and just immediately hit the deck and was just really shaken oh, by it. Bless and him. I always feel bad about that because we're like, "Yeah, we probably shouldn't have made him do that." And the next morning he's like, "I think I'm just going to go by myself to the, the the little slope just to get some practice." But um, yeah, it's a weird thing where you just go like, it's so second nature yeah it is as simple as yeah. walking to me chris is very intent on getting me skiing i've only mm. tried it i've only been skiing once when i was very small and then i tried snowboarding and i hated it see i don't think i would do it now if i didn't do it yeah like it probably wouldn't appeal to me because it would be hard and i'd fall over a bunch <laughs> but like i've not fallen over for 15 or 20 years yeah it was the same as me. I haven't fallen off yeah. riding for a while. And, I mean, accidents happen. Mm. Horses are unpredictable yeah, at the best yeah. of times. Um, but I kind of, A, know how to fall. Yeah. Which is slightly better, but B, my centre of balance. I mean, saying this, I'll probably get on a horse. <laughs> the next time I get on a horse, I'll probably fall yeah, off. Yeah, yeah. But throw you right uh, it's, um, yeah, I think it's with any kind of sport or anything that's 
physical way you know there's an element of danger, the later you start it, the more cautious yeah. you're going to be. Yeah. And also the more you hurt as you get older, you don't bounce. Exactly. And uh, there's an extra thing with skiing is that my mum always said, like, it, when I fell over as a four-year-old, I didn't really... There wasn't much difference between me and the floor. No, no. Because I'm, like, less, two foot tall, right? Less way so to you, fall. <laughs> you've got nowhere to go. So you just fall over. It's like it's basically like standing up anyway. Yeah. So it's not that far off. No. I mean, you see those little kids on the on the slope. Yeah. Like, the tiny, tiny little ones going at a million miles an hour. I look at them and go... That looks so dangerous, especially back in the 90s or 80s when I was learning. No one had helmets. No, no. That's a new thing. It is a new thing, but I mean, thank God. Fucking terrifying. No, you would never, I don't think they even made them. Well, I think, you know, like anything, anything that you're not encased in metal, um, you know, all cyclists should be able to, should be, if you're riding on the road, you wear a helmet. Yeah, it's absolutely mad. Um, like, speaking of the nineties, yes, that the nineties uh, make me happy. <laughs> <laughs> Anything pre nine eleven is yeah. like good to me. I yeah, think. I mean, the, but that's just like because I was a kid then. Yeah, uh, but also because the Trocadero was was. I was not wondering when open. you were going to get the Trocadero into uh, conversation, <laughs> Linda. Anyone. Uh, didn't go to London as a kid in the 90s <laughs> and go to the Trocadero where they had six floors of arcades I mean, and the Pepsi yeah. Max drop yeah. and some cool shops and a cinema. It was like, it was the 90s in a building. It was the 90s it in looked, a building. That is like, when I think of the 90s, it's like, it's the Trocadero. <laughs> you go to one place <laughs> where you can do everything. I mean, there's a lot of things that... <laughs> are the 90s the trocadero being one of them i wouldn't say that was the main one it is the main one what uh, else is there uh spice girls right well they did the song for pepsi that was like the song on the pepsi max right. drop where was the pepsi max drop uh where was it linda so if where I was the r- pepsi max drop yeah, right, my question. the trocadero right you okay much. so Case if points. i give you any 90s yeah. theme can you relate it back to the Trocadero. I'd be surprised this if I could This is your couldn't. challenge. <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah. Here we go. Yeah. Tamagotchi. You could buy them at the Trocadero. <laughs> you might I feel even this still argument be able might to. <laughs> That's pretty tenuous, but there were shops in the front. There were shops in the Trocadero. And you could buy... Uh, actually, do you know what? You're sitting in the podcast arena surrounded by horror movie masks. You may not have noticed. Um, You're trying so to keep it. I'm trying not to look at the masks. Um, I'm not the biggest fan of masks. No. Uh, they're they're one of my here, yeah. There's a lot yeah. in here. They're one of my um, I wouldn't say fears, <laughs> just uh, dislikes. And Linda likes to wear yeah. uh, a lot of masks. Lots in here. Turn up usually when I'm working in this office. Yeah. And uh, scare the shit out of me. Now, once I'll tell you about. Uh, masks, the Michael Myers one up there, right? Yeah. Uh, the very I've had many iterations of Michael Myers mask. The very first one I bought was Don Post's The Mask. Where did I get that from? Do you imagine? <laughs> Could I? Yeah. One guess. Yeah, you get one guess. Yeah. 
Trocadero. It was the Trocadero. <laughs> You're absolutely correct. There was a shop called Live Entertainment that opened I remember the that shop. They had loads of masks. And yeah. one of them was the yeah, Dom Yeah, because I remember it yeah. thinking, I am not going in there. <laughs> yeah. Well, I went in there a lot. Yeah. Well. And my that, word. If that's what, the thing is, you know, when people do stuff and other people judge you for doing it, yeah. I'm in a mindset where it's like, as long as that makes you happy, as long as it doesn't affect anyone else, yeah. like hurt anyone else or make them unhappy, yeah. then go for it. But you, are you do, sitting in here, you do, do you, you feel unhappy because there's so no, many No, I don't feel unhappy. Okay, I just, I, I'm like, if that makes Linda happy, <laughs> it does, yeah. then I'm okay with that. Great. I just don't want them on my face. Right, yeah. Oh, so you don't like the idea of being in them either? No, I don't like, no. I think if you wore more masks, you'd get into it because I think sure. then you get the power. We did, a wor- we did a mask workshop when I was at drama school and I hid at the back of the room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think masks are, um, there's loads of psychological things about masks and I think they can be very, I mean, I like a lot of these horror masks because they're frightening though. Yeah. It's the same reason I love horror movies. Is because yeah, see, I don't like horror movies. Yeah. I am I am a wuss when it comes to scary things. Yeah. Um I I like sleep too much. Um and I have a very overactive imagination. Yeah. And things are coming to get me. Mm-hmm. And I just don't sleep. Well, you know, that's at least you know you're alive. Uh, yes, but there are many other ways I know I'm also alive. Yeah, yeah. Um, Horse riding. Yes, exactly. And being on stage. Yeah. That's another happiness. Lestage. Lestage. So, talking of, yeah, exactly. Good segue into your career. Yes. Uh, as you mentioned, you are a writer. Yes. Um and an actor, and yes. you're a trained actor, and you come from a very dramatic family as well. Yeah, I know. So it's always been in the old dramatic bastards. Yeah, <laughs> there. I mean, even if they weren't professional actors, your parents, yeah, they'd still be dramatic bastards. Oh, yeah. They? yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I wouldn't change them for the world. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but I think. But they enjoy a drama. They do enjoy <laughs> drama. <laughs> um, yeah. Both mum and dad, but I mean, they they told me not to do it. They right. were they were intent that I and and now I kind of go, they were right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but um, you know, I and I'm I'm very thankful to the fact that you know I could have gone into it a lot earlier. I could have been one of the stage kids. I could have you know mm. gone in to been on a set for most of my childhood and i'm so glad i didn't yeah yeah because i think life experience is so important in this business and if you don't have anything other than this business then that's where problems start yeah um and a lot of unhappiness stems from mm-hmm. um and but, uh it's interesting yeah because i yeah you've said before like your dad was like don't do it yeah um and for those that don't know, your dad is a, a legend of British acting. You know, he's been doing it for... Oh, well, yeah, he's all right. Forever. Yeah. Yeah. Well, quality aside, <laughs> I mean, no one can deny he's a household name of... He is. ...some note in, he is, in yes. you know, across stage and screen. Um, and he's still working. Yeah. Um, at the young age, 
that he is. Yeah, bless um, him. So, and, and I get the feeling like when he is working, when he's on a film or, or anything, when I speak to him, yeah. he, feel, he seems like really energised by yes. that and enjoying it and loving yeah. it. So it's funny that he's actually, yeah, I'm sure he's had huge ups and downs oh my God, yeah. throughout his career, but... He does still love it. He has a huge he passion does. for it. He does. And he's so it's a interesting real... to say to you not to, in a way. Yeah, I think he's been extremely lucky. He has worked constantly throughout mm. his career. Um, and, you know, I've kind of seen both sides of it. And my mum, my mum worked, you know, constantly up to about the age of 50. And then as a woman, still. Uh, you hit a certain age and there are yeah. very few parts out there. Yeah. And it sucks. And like as a writer, I I am constantly trying to make more roles for women of a certain age because they just they just don't exist on mm. paper. Um, which is ridiculous because they're out there. Yeah. And the stories are still happening and yeah. you know, they make up a huge part of this crazy world that we yeah. live in um and yeah so i've seen both sides of that and it still doesn't put me off in any way but it's just that it's very unfair this business it won't oh, God, it doesn't no. look after you no and you know it's not like a normal job where after a certain while you know you can retire and you can get a pension <laughs> yeah, yeah. and you can you know it <clears throat> It's very relentless and, um, but contained within that, back to the sort of happiness parts, mm. when it goes right, when you're not even success, like success is a very mixed, weird concept anyway. Yeah. But when you are doing something that you love with a great bunch of people, mm -hmm. having a laugh and putting together a really good piece of work. Yeah. There is nothing better. And and I guess getting to do the work. Yeah. Like that thing you say about success, um, I'm sure there's plenty of actors who have have achieved really decent financial success yeah. by being the go-to person to be in certain adverts or whatever. Yeah. Um, and beyond being famous outside of that, can literally make a living in commercials. Um, they're not necessarily always content with that because no. you're not getting to do the work that you want to do no, which exactly. is becoming characters and really like working on that that process and everything mark rylance who is mm -hmm. an absolute legend and one of my favorite people ever he um i was listening to his desert island discs and he said something very interesting which was a little bit earlier on in his career because obviously now he is a hollywood star yeah and he um, earlier on in his career, he was he got a role in a Spielberg movie, mm -hmm. like a like a smaller role, but something that would have led to you know bigger things. Yeah, he also got at the same time a season at the National, right? And I mean that would have been playing a, a majority of characters, big, small, whatever. Um, and he turned down the movie to do the season at the National because mm -hmm. he was like, what do I want more? Do I want, you know, a little bit of time filming where my career is going to, 
you know, might take a different turn? Or do I want to have a set amount of time in a community of people doing mm-hmm. what I really love? Yeah. And he he chose the national. And actually, he was like, if I hadn't have done that, I wouldn't have met my wife. Yeah. You know, I wouldn't have I wouldn't have had all the friends I do now. And and I've also been very lucky to come back to that. You know, yeah. the the movies, the the whatever. And it is really interesting, like I think for me, if I could have a career in theatre for the rest of my life, I would die happy. Yeah, yeah. Um, not that that's, you know, I, I've I've done TV and I've done film and, you know, it's kind of, it's a very different process. And it, with the right people, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, but with theatre, there's something different about being in a community of actors where you obviously go through the rehearsal period, mm-hmm. a long rehearsal period where you get to know everyone, you get to know the play and you get to really work through it and work yeah. on the process. And then you've got the show and the live theatre, there is nothing else like it. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, a, it's again, it's a connection between you and the audience where... Mm-hmm. It's a living, breathing entity and you have to react to whatever's going on. I think uh, that entire musing there can be summed up really as it's almost a microcosm. Your business in the acting business is a microcosm of life itself in that it's, it's got extreme highs and extreme lows it's complete chaos. Yep. Unpredictable. Yep. And there is no traditional upward trajectory. It yes. is a manic lily pad of jumping yep. around and yeah. stuff. And I think in that sense, it is life. Yeah. And maybe that's why you do it. Yeah. Because it's the true experience of, of what, what life really is and maybe that's this the the path to happiness is almost accepting that there is no control and going with all of that yeah is kind of cool right yeah and maybe that's it listen to you mr wisdom sat in his armchair i've just become an armchair expert in the last four minutes he knows a lot about armchairs and he knows a lot about life yeah i don't know anything really you but do. Uh, I do like to think about it. Um, you need to go. I need to go. Thank I you need so to take much. Take my tables and my chairs. Take your tables. Take your chairs and fuck off, mate. <laughs> um, Thanks, thank Linda. Thank you so much for coming to the podcast, Arena. Taking time out of your day. Pleasure. So nice to chat to you. And we didn't even mention that Magic Mike XL. XXL oh. is the strangest movie we, I've ever fucking we, seen in my we, life. We made Linda. What is going on watch, in that movie? Yeah. If someone can explain Magic Mike XXL to he me. He wasn't happy, as you can I was tell. not unhappy. I was just, well, I suppose I was unhappy. It was a happy experience that we all sat and watched it together. But I was like, why is this, wh- why? Because okay, I wanted to see he's... naked men dance around and they don't do it. <laughs> They just go to people's houses and have conversations about nothing. That is very true. Interspersed with terrible montages. That is a discussion for another podcast. Yeah, we could do another podcast just about Magic Mike. Does that mean I'm coming back? Yeah. Amazing. When I drop the tables off. Yes, more podcasts. Amazing. Love you. Love you, Linda. Bye. Bye. Have a nice day. (laughs) 